See, this is the real secret of life, to be completely engaged with the here and now. Welcome to the Human Derek Podcast, connecting you with the seven fundamentals of life that will take you to the next level. Everybody wants to fulfill the highest, truest expression of yourself. It was all a dream. Today is about the power of you. You've now entered the Human Derek Podcast. You've now entered the Human Derek Podcast. Man, I love that intro. That's so cool. The guy that did that, I have to give him a shout out. It's actually why I'm talking about it. I'm not admiring my own work. That wasn't my work. Someone else did that. And I'm just uh, super grateful to have this really talented guy do that. Um, so many people asked from the first episode. So that's a guy named Edgar uh, Preciado, Preciado out in LA. Uh, works with some uh, radio stations, just obviously very talented. So thanks, Edgar. You can find him on Fiverr. If you don't know what Fiverr is, it's like F-I, F-I-V as in Victor, E-R-R.com. If you ever need little side jobs or just projects and you don't want to do it yourself, there's all kinds of people. Or if you don't have the skills to do it yourself, but there's anything from like document management to podcast intros on there. Um, really cool place for people to do gigs in the gig economy. So thanks, Edgar. I'm putting you out there because so many people asked about it. Uh, this is episode two of the Human Derek podcast. I am uh, Human Derek. You know, one of my favorite things people say, where are you from? And I lived in so many cities, even growing up, I didn't really have a from. I lived in a lot of places. And so that's kind of how this Human Derek thing came about is been in so many places. I'm like, man, it doesn't matter where you go. People are, are people like we're still humans. And, uh, some people say, where are you from? One of my favorite replies is like, I think mostly planet earth, but I'm still working to uncover that. And for some, that's a laugh for some, it's a, this guy's a little bit crazy. And then there's probably some other responses out there too. So anyways, really happy to have you here for the second episode. I know the first intro was like 10 minutes long. So when I sat down to do this, I was like, my goal, I'm going to do this in 90 seconds. I did some Googling. Seems like most podcast intros are not that long. In fact, some people's whole podcast is 10 minutes long. And so um, my intro is longer than some people's podcast. That was not really surprising if you, if you know me. If you don't know me, hey, you're getting to know me. Uh, maybe I'll get to know you. I don't know. If you hit me up on social media, that might be the case. You can find me on Human Derek on Instagram. I think it's the Human Derek on Twitter, which I just started a new Twitter account. My old one got suspended. In fact, two of them got suspended. Apparently, I had an opinion. People didn't like it, so they got rid of my Twitter. I'm going to try a little harder this time around to not get suspended on there. You can also find me on TikTok. I don't think it's Human Derek. I think it's like Yes Coffee, whatever. I don't really use TikTok that much. You can track me down. Instagram is my favorite. Kind of use it as like a fun sharing tool with friends and family. We'll also put up some podcast clips. So what is episode two about since we are going to talk about the podcast? Episode two, really incredible guy named Mauricio Maurizio. He's from Italy originally, but he's been in the U.S. for a while. He's been in Southern California. He's an inventor, really incredible product that he got uh, produced that he invented and put out in partnership with Onnit, O-N-N-I-T, Onnit.com. Um, they're a really big company if you haven't heard of them. 
It's like uh, Joe Rogan's one of the founders and part owners and this other guy, Aubrey Marcus, but just a really big fitness company. They put out amazing products. They're not paying me to promote them right now, but I just really like their stuff. If you guys want to pay me to promote your stuff, it'd be pretty easy since I'm such a huge fan of it. So if anybody wants to pass this on, uh, pretty cool. Speaking of promoting things, I have a sponsor. They, um, they made it through episode one. We're now in episode two. They have not canceled me, so appreciate that. Didn't do anything too offensive on episode one. Thank you, Guadalupe Coffee Roasters. So I love coffee, drink it uh, daily, sometimes multiple times, and they have a really just cool company. Um, GuadalupeRoastery.com, I believe is their website. If you want to try them out, you just toss my name in there, uh, D-E-R-E-K, We'll get you, I think it's 10% off if you want to test them out, but you know, it's really good coffee. And on top of that, I just, I love when companies have a purpose and they're doing good things. And in all of the communities that the Guadalupe team um, gets their coffee beans from and works with, they just really take care of people. They take care of the farmers and everyone who's involved with the whole process. And so even if you're not a coffee drinker and you just want to go look and see what it's like to have a really just, I mean, a love-filled business, go check them out. Thanks, Guadalupe. Sticking into episode two. I'll do my best not to say anything crazy on this one that, uh, you know, gets me canceled on the internet so that you guys can stay a sponsor. So uh, appreciate it. So anyways, we're going to get into episode two. Mauricio, um, we talk about life. We talk about what it's like to um, really build something, things that have helped him in life in terms of, you know, how he grew up and, and where he's at right now. It's one of my favorite things is in this world, you know, regardless of, I mean, you're just going to hear it. I think you should check it out. We're also going to post some clips on some certain spots. Oh, yeah, there is one more thing. If you have any interest in traveling um, to some pretty, uh, just brilliant, beautiful places in the world and you want to participate in, in some nonprofit work, there's an invite in here from you, uh, for you from Mauricio. He actually puts an open invite to anybody that wants to help take water to parts of the world that really need it. So hope you enjoy episode two. Hit me up anytime. See, this is the real secret of life, to be completely engaged with the here and now. podcasts were not quite as popular then as they are now uh and i use this little like phone app did a couple of really cool episodes that's pretty neat is that a magnet yeah oh that's awesome see? so people can see what we're doing check you out what do you I think mean, i think i think you got it set up pretty nice there yeah that's cool look so there very cool. Well, uh, so yeah, recorded the first couple of episodes in like 2018. Mm-hmm. Actually had a, a company that uh, wanted me to host a podcast for them. Oh, yeah. And I thought it was pretty cool, but I, you know, they say timing is everything. I, part of it is I wanted to do my own thing and just kind of have fun with it. Well, two years ago, it's kind of, you know, the kind of starting people do podcast was a good time, you know? Yeah. 
probably was a good like you know more now will be you'll be the human oh. joe rogan <laughs> Dude, well it's like, <laughs> it's so it's like i feel like it's like uh like real estate you know actually there's a really cool guy named adam torres was talking about this uh-huh. uh, we were talking about this like maybe a year ago just about how when he started his podcast company it was like there was a ton of real estate so he was buying it up oh, early, okay. early yeah but it's i mean it, it's technology and the pandemic created all that time so uh there's so many podcasts now yeah there's so many and i feel like you know some point for example i mean i've been like too fused now okay a few podcasts you know yeah and uh i feel like you know i mean always say the same thing almost you know because people obviously are curious about what i'm doing how i you know i'm here now doing this kind of stuff uh, but you know, at some point it's interesting because always there's a way to motivate people to listen, you know, I mean, from my perspective, it's like when you see like a interview to a new movie release, right? Yeah. The actor always repeating constantly since the question <laughs> always the same. And then sometimes say, well, I don't get tired of that, but you know, there is a promotion, right? You know, but for I see for uh, my perspective is always a way to inspire other people. That's what I try to bring there, you know, how people, you know, need to be inspired nowadays, right? That's all about. And, and Are we, st- we started? We did, yeah. Oh, we okay. Just, <laughs> I just, just recorded, like so we just okay. jumped right into it, yeah. Okay. Uh, so one of the... Talking uh, about it. Uh, yeah, no, it's cool, man. Just, yeah, it's, that's what I like about it is I don't want to make it so official that it yeah. feels like there's this, like, pressure and just, like, you, we talk and mm-hmm. have cool conversations. And yeah. so I just want to make it really like that, like, super comfortable and have fun. But Absolutely. one of my uh, mentors... Yeah, just let me show people that follow on Instagram what are you doing here. Just yeah. To, Okay, I'm not recording the new Italian album. Okay, also <laughs> Emilio in San Diego is a yeah, oh, human Derek. Hey, follow a- follow a human Derek on Instagram. <laughs> so he started doing podcasts, you know, and uh, he asked me to, we're friends. So we ask, he asked me to uh, come in his podcast. So yeah, if you guys want to hang out around, you know, I'll be here. Super cool there. I didn't know you were doing live. So, all right. Yeah. Throw it it's on the like, live. you know, everywhere. Heck yeah, man. <laughs> it's okay? Oh, whatever yeah. you are, that's... Yeah, that's... Okay. that's if you guys cool. have any question, we are here, right? Uh, we, we could do that, I guess, you have live questions. Yeah, people hey. can read people. They can write something, you know, whatever. If, if they're listening to us while we're doing this and, mm-hmm. and they got something that... Uh, that comes up, throw it, we'll throw it in the conversation. Yeah, yeah, it's just because, you know, it's usually Saturday, Sunday, people relaxing, so not really watching, you know, what happened on the web. Yeah. But, you know, so if someone is there, if any question, we'll be here, you know, related to anything. We talk, I, I guess we talk about anything. Okay. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> uh, absolutely. So, and that's what, what you were talking about with the perspective. So, like, one of my mentors taught me you can't he repeats it a lot you know we repeat things because sometimes we need them at different times Mm -hmm. and he said that uh like working with people when you're helping them learn something and you probably experience this because you have a a lot of background and well actually i guess have you introduce yourself in a second here too yeah but he essentially said you know and i know this from my own personal experience maybe you know this is that you can hear different people say the same thing over and over and then it sticks sometimes. You're like, oh, I can't believe this person said that. And, and 20 other people have said it, <laughs> yeah, but it's yeah. that one thing. And it, that's what we need sometimes. So, yeah, but sometimes, you know, feel like, I feel like when people repeat constant same thing, you know, and then always, con- they, they they believe that's that's what it is. 
they don't dare to change the perspective. Like right? people say, oh, he say, he say, he say, he say, so it's true, it's the way it is. You cannot change the perspective. It's mm-hmm. kind of, you know, if you change the perspective, everybody say, oh, I dare you to say that, you know. You know what I'm saying? Like, just change a <laughs> word, right? Like the Bible. <laughs> like, you know, don't change it, you know. I don't know. Just love my impression, you know. Yeah, and it, words have a big impact, too. I, I hear some people say, like, words don't matter. It's what you mean. But I think words do matter. I heard this example that, uh, like, if you said Kevin bit the dog and the dog bit Kevin, uh, it's the same words but different order. So they have, like, a different different meaning. But let's, let's do this real quick. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you're... Okay, yeah, so uh, my name is Maurizio Tangeri, the Italian, moved here to U.S. in search of fortune, <laughs> like, I don't know, maybe, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, moving here definitely helped my, you know, things, you know, but I, I think when I came here, I didn't come with any anything in mind, you know, it just happened by chance. So, uh, yeah, so I'm a, a fitness trainer, I want to say, uh, inventor. You want to say that you know yeah. i invented a fitness tool and uh, uh humanitarian <laughs> maybe i don't know <laughs> talking about the human derek you know because uh, my hydro reach project that's something i would like to talk also yeah. during the process of the podcast uh yeah so i'm here just talk with a friend chit and chat and bring something here <laughs> super cool man and so you, I mean, I've known you for a couple of years now, and I, I want to talk about your invention and, and obviously what you're doing with Hydro Reach. Uh, I remember we were in your garage, maybe it was two years ago. Oh, yeah. And you're like, I got this like bag thing. And I didn't really understand it, but I was like, <laughs> he's really excited about it. So that's pretty cool. And I didn't know much about like what a Bulgarian bag was or anything like that. Yeah. So what is it? And it, it's taken off. I mean... Uh, on it is one of my favorite companies. Yeah. You saw my kettlebell collection. Oh, yeah. You have there down there. High little, little gorilla oh, I kettlebells. Got, yeah, I got the big boys out there, too. The big guys down oh, there. Yeah, oh, hydro yeah. core. See a hydro core from the window there. <laughs> it's funny you say that. There's a so right online. And yeah, yeah, buddy, the old days. Yeah, you know so right? Yeah. Yeah, so right. He's a friend of mine. Dave is online. Hey, and right. it's funny because he came to my garage. You know, the garage, right? Where everything started in the garage, yeah. And uh, he came in my garage and showed me his idea. I had a, your same, like, you know, impression. I say, I don't know what it is, but he's excited. And, you know, he let me try explain more to me. And I said, man, this is freaking cool. And, you know, I loved it. And, you know, now, so right, it's huge. It's everywhere. You see, like, you know, sponsors in Michael Chandler, you know, Cyborg. Yeah. And, uh that's what it is. Everything starts like, you know, uh, with uh, your own excitement, right? If you don't have excitement when you start something, what's the point? If you don't love what what you get into, what's the point, right? And back then, like, you know, uh, like my friend Dave from SoRite, we didn't do things because thinking about getting rich or making money. Because excitement, because we love it, because we love the idea to do something to maybe help other people. And obviously now the Psorite is what it is. It's big, you know, hydrocore. It's a lot of people using. And uh, uh, before thinking, uh, okay, you know, I'm going to make money out of this, is more like thinking uh, how can change people's life, how can make people better, you know. And, you know, we're talking about <clears throat> fitness industry. But, you know, in anything you're doing, I guess, you know, uh, if you start in a greedy way, 
I don't think it's the the right start. I don't know, just just what I think. <laughs> I, there's a lot of power to that. I when I started a couple of businesses, I sort of have this nice concept of. And by the way, is he local? Is Dave local? Dave uh, now is in Florida. He moved to Florida. He say help people be the best. That's what he say now. <laughs> From so right, yeah, my man, my man. Can't wait to see you again, man. Uh, and yeah, go go ahead. Yeah. yeah so this, anytime you're doing something, if you put yourself in last place, essentially, right? When it comes to money, if you uh, think of the win for someone else, and then the win for your, yourself, kind of second, the more the more people you can help. There's a, a company that I've worked with over the last six years called Best Version Media, and they put out these mm -hmm. uh, community publications, and it's a big win for the community that they, you know, people love it. It's super positive. It's not all this negative media. They put local people on the cover. You don't have to be a big celebrity and you can yeah. read about your neighbors. And then the the publishers, the people put out the publications that work with the local businesses, generate a lot of the, the revenue, the sponsorship, they get a big win uh, as a result too. And it's just that put other people um, for, why don't you talk? I want to hear actually about the, uh, hydro Explain hydro what, yeah. that is. what is that yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. how can people use it absolutely absolutely there is a also online the bread belt you know the bread belt i do i have one of those yeah so yeah, it's, yeah all the people why oh, you don't yeah. have a so right i do have a sorry oh I have the spine. I have the okay spine so see the, yeah human derek so he have a bread belt also the 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 inventor of bread belt is online now okay and i mean we have the same story you know i mean yeah. it's cool because uh, talking with people, actually, you know, I kind of, you know, uh, uh, that, that was interesting because that time I was uh, developing HydroCore. It was just an idea in my brain. It was not thinking, you know, I was no idea to make it happen into, you know, to the market, right? Mm -hmm. uh, same time, you know, Dave from uh, the Psorite, you know, we got in touch again after years. I mean, I can say, you know, his, his story, uh, the way he put himself up there, he came to me, showed me his idea with passion. It's kind of, you know, motivated to move forward more. Back then, I had a lot of, you know, things going on in my life. My daughter, you know, supposed to have a heart, open heart surgery, and um, I didn't know what to do if you go back to Italy. good friend of mine just passed, like, you know, the guy they actually... Uh, was my mentor, Steve Nava, which uh, uh, Dave from the Psorite, we met at Bulgarian Bank Certification more than 10 years ago. Uh, there was master from Steve Nava, ex-Navy SEAL. And then we kind of, you know, lost each other when we met again. And then he had his Psorite idea and I had my hydrocore idea. So it's kind of, I want to say, you know, I mean, I don't know if this also... Uh, helped him to give a little kick, a little push to move forward, but uh, definitely, definitely uh, helped me. He helped me to move forward more, to do more research, to be more, uh, you know, aware of what I was doing, right? You know, all the right step. Because the problem, you know, when you, that's I realized in time, because I mean, obviously I'm working, I worked on HydroCore, but also I have other invention, other things that, uh, I want to put on the market, but you know, the pandemic kind of slowed down everything. So everything is on hold for now. So, uh, uh, is, is interesting how you can go both direction, right? You can fail, you can succeed, but, uh, I think you fail when you lose that passion, when you lose this, this, the, you know, this sparkle, you know what I'm, what I'm saying? 
having people around, they, you know, they're negative. It can go both ways. You can translate the negative energy and make it positive. That's all that happened in my case. Because at the beginning, I had every, everyone <laughs> against my idea. Let's say against. They don't understand what it was. They didn't, mm -hmm. didn't know what it was. So they didn't care, right? And I'm sure I'm sure it happened the same with uh, Dave. <laughs> I mean, this freaking little, it looks like a little skate ramp. You know, remember the, the, the fidget, the finger yeah, skate the ramp that was like selling on TV. Yeah. And they looked like that, you know, and, and uh, probably happened to him. Probably it happened to the Brett Belt. I mean, I talk with, uh, with Jesse from the Brett Belt all the time. And, and then still, like, you know, you don't have support of people around. You know what I'm saying? People that are still around you, they're still like looking like, mm, I don't know. Still, they don't know. They're not convinced. Because people, they're convinced when they see that you make a lot of money. They're not convinced when you, they see like, you know, the process. They want to see the final result right away. They want Nobody want to wait to succeed. They want nowadays like, a, oh, uh, you want to make like a six figure in a mouth you see that things on on instagram all the time and people that believe and they, they really believe because they hire one guy next month they're gonna have a six figure you know what i'm saying this require time require passion require require a lot of uh a lot of uh motivation you know that's what it is you know well, and <clears throat> you know kind of my, my experience too is you're building it in your garage and you're like hey what do you think <laughs> of this garage. what do you think of that and uh, uh, when happened, the, you know, the problem with my daughter, the open heart surgery, those are things that really put you down. But again, it's all you. It's all the way you react, the way you uh, are in control of things around you, okay? <clears throat> Being a, obviously the, the, the father, the man of the house, you have to stick with one, one, uh, 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 face you can cannot show emotion because you know they're gonna crumble everything down imagine if you're a little bitch crying you know uh, your wife crying and you know your daughter don't know what's going on around you know you cannot show those emotion right mm -hmm. and uh, there was there was something that they kind of you know uh, was hard was hard like keeping one straight face all the time and see oh everything will be fine everything but, but you don't know everything will be fine right uh, uh, back then you know uh, I was really seriously thinking okay you know go back to Italy because I don't know what to do here improvising like something this plasticky you know bag full of water I don't even know what I got to do with this. I don't have anyone interested. All the people around me, they don't know what the fucking it is, you know? <laughs> so that was, that was hard. That was very hard. But when we put it like the, I mean, got the deal with on it, it was great. And then we put the bag on the, mar on the market. The pandemic just started. <laughs> it was like, you know, man, it was at the door. It was like coming from China. And, uh, and you see like, so right, say, pursue your happiness. Uh, find what you love and that puts a fire under your ass it's true <laughs> yeah later on excited about your products yeah so uh so that's the thing you know so say hey this can be a disaster imagine put a fitness product which i mean my uh, uh i was expecting like you know gym buying all over the world have fitness class and things like that mm. 
And when we put it out, the gym started closing. That was completely another direction. It was a kind of in-home tool, which I didn't expect people buying more for in-home. Okay. So who yeah. is this? The world, uh, the world changed. So to kind of get clear, you you're putting out your product, the Hydro Core, which is uh, we'll have to get a. You actually have some other stuff. Here, yeah, right? some other stuff to show you. So describe describe what it is for for someone that they can't see. Wait, wait. There is a guy that just guy. connected with me. This is a cool person. Hello, my man. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> hey, I have a live. Uh, uh, no, it's not a live, but it's a, a third, podcast. We got a so, third guest here. Huh? Yeah, he's a guest here. He's uh, seventy three, right? Seventy three years old. Okay, this is a Derek. Uh, Hello, hey. And he used a hydrocore. Uh, yesterday, he sent me a message that he made my day because uh, those are the things that now, looking like uh, uh, years after the struggle and everything, when I receive a message for a person like this, that tell me he's helping him to uh, uh, again find the motivation to uh, stay healthy again and go back. Uh, to work out, those are the things that say, man, I win. Even if just one person does that, if I was able to... It's the best thing that's happened to me, Mauricio. <laughs> it's, it's the best thing that's happened. It's, you know, I do um, Tai Chi, I do Bagua, I, you know, but I use that bag, and that bag gets my core moving. It activates that core every single movement that you do you're you're activating that core and if you're doing tai chi or anything else that's using the core and what doesn't use the core yeah hydro core any, any, <laughs> exactly any kind of movement you make with that you've activated that i appreciate and my man that that's great i mean really it's amazing you, you, yesterday I was talking with a friend and my wife and, you know, I posted the, the, the message you sent me privately. And, you know, again, sorry if I did that without asking, oh, it was kind of, you know, oh, what, what's going on here? You like, hey, what's here? <laughs> yeah. But, uh, uh, I mean, really I receive sometimes those type of messages. They excite me and, you know, keep me to move forward more than any strong dude posting like a crazy video, working out, sweating, jumping around. If I can help, you know, people like you, I'm, I'm a winner. 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. But just a constant, you know, a constant motion. I saw somebody that said that their yeah. GP said, uh, buy one to get, you know, doing some weight work. You can do it with a cup of, a cup of water in there. Yeah. The rest air. Yeah. Start easy and just, it doesn't have to, you don't have to be a muscle man or anything. It's, it's the perfect workout i do it almost every day i don't do that i do kettlebells i do maces awesome you know i do you know the tai chi and stuff done that for 25 years but um you, you've really came up with something that people can be working out at home all the time can work out every day walk by see it pick it up swing it around a couple of times you've done some functional movement absolutely yeah, and then uh, yeah, and then watch watch the message you sent me yesterday. I kind of started like thinking today to I always had that idea to design a program uh, uh, for senior. 
And uh, uh, when I say that, uh, uh, you know, there's uh, some something, you know, they need to be addressed, needs and, you know, uh, range of motion. But, uh, but you know, there's something definitely I want to start doing, you know, working out with that. And I will start working with the professional. They're more like, you know, uh, familiar with the type of language and the type of needs, right. you know. So right. that will be interesting. And uh, really, uh, uh, you will be the first time to see, first okay. person to see the program. I promise, my man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I appreciate, I appreciate here. your uh, your great feedback. Song. Bye, my man. Bye. Okay. Great product. <laughs> I appreciate. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Hey, so that's a that's a pretty solid commercial there. So let's for for people that are listening that haven't seen this yet describe what it is and 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 who might who might like it what it yeah just tell us what you're doing well i mean uh, i don't know if you can get it. i didn't get it but uh uh yeah hydrocore is a is a water filled like look like bulgarian bag so it's sandbag let's say mostly like a sandbag but you put water inside okay mm-hmm. because of the shape uh, you know you can put on your on your back so you can check it out hydro.core on instagram hydrocore just google it on on it website there's a tons of video out there, so you can have an idea what it is. And on it is O N N I T. Exactly. So, um, mostly, again, you know, when you like, this is that's my thing. I don't know other inventor out there do it. I feel like I've done I've done everything uh, reversed sometimes. They say because having no education, having no uh, uh, concept of how to put a product on the market or invent product, you know, mm-hmm. uh, just like from my uh, own personal experience, I just decided to design this tool, uh, something that you know, uh, say I would like to bring around, carrying around. When I, I received the first prototype, there was uh, there was interesting uh, uh, because I started testing out. And the water completely, you know, opened my mind to say, whoa, this is different. This is not something I was expecting because my first take was, okay, how I can bring the Bulgarian bag with sand bag around? Sand is not always available, you know, to put sand if you so go. For, the, for, for people listening to a Bulgarian bag, so let's give a little kind of like background perspective. Yeah. Because some people have no idea that they're going to listen to this, have yeah. no idea what a Bulgarian bag is, what, what is this guy talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, still yeah. kind of like a mystery. So. I'll give my description of a Bulgarian bag. Sure. You can kind of clean it up sure. too because I'm not a Bulgarian bag expert. But when it comes to uh, fitness, the way I understand it is like, you know, you have your dumbbells, you have your barbells, things that are just really yeah. solid movements, right? You lift them, you kind of... Sure. But when you involve something like sand or or water and it has more of a fluid motion. So a Bulgarian bag is essentially a like a bean bag. Yeah. Like a, a bean bag that's kind of like a large boomerang shape. Yeah, sure. And then you swing it around, you do all these different movements. And and because there's so much mobility involved, you can move different ways. You can do things you can do with a dumbbell or yeah. a barbell. And that activates essentially more muscles. It also makes it so that you can change the weight based on how strong you are. If you're just getting into Absolutely. fitness, you could... You could just start with something very basic, a little bit of sand, or in your case with the hydrocore, a little bit of water. And as you get stronger, as you strengthen up, as you learn things, and you, you, I think you have some like Instagram videos, programs sure. people can plug into this, so you could add water or with the Bulgarian bag, you sure. add sand. So, so you have what? So the, there's the Bulgarian bag, the bean bag, boomerang, like yeah, any level of fitness. It's, I feel like it's like old school. Obviously, it's Bulgarian. It's, you know, yeah. old school, big strongman sure. stuff. So. What's the difference between between that, right, and 
and how you started <clears throat> using water, why you started using water and what that means. Well, already the difference between, let's say, from sandbag and dumbbell is huge. Oh, you know, the, the, the possibility to uh, perform more dynamic movement, more tri-dimensional movement, okay, so more rotational movement, that's huge. Because, you know, if we have like, you know, so many joint and bones in our body, we are designed to move in many different ways, right? Okay. And, you know, uh, the, the, what you do in the gym sometimes is just move in one plane or two plane. Like you do squat, you do always like this, up and down, mm -hmm. sideways, rarely back, backward, probably never, right? So in rotation, completely rotation of your spine, probably never because, you know, you load so much that can be kind of, you know, uh, dangerous like imagine like why you snatch rotate your spine yes. right you know with 200 pounds that that can can happen so those tools where you work with uh, uh, very relative load I want to say like it's not like you know 200 pounds we're talking like you know uh, 20 pounds 30 pounds at the max you see hydrocore max can contain 30 pounds already change the game you can perform more rotational movement like uh, the Bulgarian may can do this span the circle around your body you can uh, control more it's not like dangerous because if you fall to on your feet it's not a kettlebell imagine 30 pound of kettlebell on your foot but any pound of of uh, sand on your foot doesn't do anything if you jam yourself not do anything but going like you know it's kind of you know an evolution of this tool of the sandbag and the kettlebell is a hydro core we come in the water so even easier to use to adjust the weight because you put water remove water water is everywhere and uh uh, is this air inside, so it's a cushioning. So even if you slam on the floor, jam yourself, even like, you know, more forgiving tool. That's why a lot of kids love it to use it because they feel like, you know, it's a toy. It's not like a training tool, right? They have fun with that. Uh, going back at the water, why the water, right? So that's the first question. So why have to put the water? That's, a, you know, my first take was, okay, adjusting the amount of water so I can transport around and then go from, you know, zero pound to 40 pounds and, and uh, you know, easy, right? I don't need to buy 10 just with one, you know, I, I do all I need to do it. But again, when I received the first one, I saw that the dynamic of the water was a game changer because, uh, you know, the water keep moving even if you stop the motion of your body, right? So any other object, you stop, the object you hold in your hand stop with you, right? It doesn't still like wobbling or moving around, right? With the water inside, that was the, the crazy things, you know, for a much control you can put into the, the, the movement, the water always will keep moving, right? It's like a, a walking on a solid floor and working on a slack line. Even if the slack line is like one inch from the floor, it's hard, right? Yeah. So that's the thing. So, and then my, the, the benefit of this is you see a lot of trainer probably at the gym doing like a, use a dumbbell. Uh, on top, standing on top of the bozo ball, right? Or, right? Or one foot, right? And I mean, that's fine. You know, you can do that kind of stuff all day, but uh, you still have a, a, a no uh, uh, um, ground support, right? In the case of a hydrocore, the instability is inside the object you're holding, is not under your feet, so you're very safe. And then going back, like to my friend here, is 73. Putting a person that's 73 years old, which, you know, already like struggle with stability, you know, core stability on an unstable object and then let him do like curls with like 20 pounds dumbbell. I mean, he, first of all, he can fall from that thing and you know, lose the control of the dumbbell and injure himself. 
But you know, with HydroCore, you can do that all day because you still have full base uh, support, but the, the control is inside the object. You can drop the object anytime, nothing gonna happen, right? So you're still safe. So the dynamic of the water, the dynamic of the water create completely another uh, understanding and awareness of your body. That's the interesting thing. You're more aware of the movement. The struggle as a trainer we have all the time when we have to train someone, engage your core. How many times probably a trainer told you, engage your core. Oh, you have to engage your core. Oh, tighten your core. It's all in the core. People don't know what fucking is the core. Is the abs? What is it, the core? What is the core, right? It's all like this mysterious you know, thing that nobody understands, like the G-spot on girls, right? You know, it's like, oh, <laughs> Wait, yeah, it's a good thing, maybe G-spot and core. Myth. I think you know? that one's real. But <laughs> that's real. The you core know? might be more mysterious than that <laughs> yeah, one. Yeah, I know. So, I mean, <laughs> so, but, uh, but that's the thing, you know, uh, but um, if you have an, an object that creates instability, Mm -hmm. you understand right away that you have to tighten yourself, you have to create more control and be aware of what you're doing. So you don't move fast. Sometimes we start slow motion and we start going fast because we space out, right? You know, we start like, you know, okay, looking at the phone or thinking other stuff. But with water inside the object, you have to always be focused on the movement you're doing and you mm -hmm. always be aware of how you perform the movement. So that's the important thing. So while you create a solid foundation in your body, like you know any type of movement you perform with the back, even just squat, lunges, or press, simple things. You don't need to go do crazy stuff. I'm performing, probably you see my video, right? Uh, already you have better understanding how your body needs to move, how to engage the core. It happened right away, instantly, because. Uh, it's like you standing there, I come into you, I push you, and then the first time I push you, you say, okay, I was not ready for that. But second time I come to you and say, hey, I will push you now in a second. So you're ready, what are you doing? You lower down, you create a better base support, you're more aware of what you have to control this force coming to you. That's the same thing happening. It happened organically. So, I, I mean, we were talking about before, always say the same thing, always say the same thing, right? When, when you talk to people, but in the case of, of training people, I don't have to say the same thing. I, I mean, really, I don't remember when the last time I told I told a, a, a client engage your core because soon I put like you know a bag in his hand, he right away he realized what he have to do. There's no more like you know talking. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know if I explain. You know, no, that's pretty. You did a good job. So and I think about a couple of things. One is you have you have kids using it, so you you essentially can use this from you know really small human. All the way up Absolutely. to being, uh, you know, further down the, the life spectrum. And one of the things that, that's fascinating, like I have a bunch of different kettlebells, right? And some of them are five pounds. Some of them are 72 pounds. So oh, 72. I got the, big, I got the big foot okay. one, baby. Oh, yeah. I got the okay. whole. Yeah, I want to come back out with those Star Wars ones, man. I can't wait. I, I love having that collection. But uh, what's neat about this is, I mean, you, you literally just brought one over here. So. Yeah. You can travel with this. You oh, can yeah. It's packed. Put, you can and, pack and, it. And you can be, and I feel like, uh, I may not look very strong lately. I feel like the pandemic shed about 15 pounds of muscle <laughs> off of me, but I, I know I'm pretty strong. And we went out and did an ocean workout. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. And that, just having some water in that. Uh, I'm not looking because the, <laughs> it, I can see the. Oh, the, you the, like the, that I was painting? looking what it was. That thing's yeah. pretty cool, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a, it's actually on papyrus. It's a hunting and, uh, scene from it's, Egypt. It's uh, it's King Tut. Yeah. 
Yeah, and the guy uh, is Egyptian that that made that. And then I went and got it framed and everything, but it's on papyrus paper. Yeah, it's pretty pretty awesome. Okay, yeah. sorry about that. No, that's cool. I, <laughs> I was trying to figure out from there what, what I'm looking <laughs> there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, that's one of my favorite. That's why it's right there. It's, I, I love that piece. Um, I actually got somebody that's doing a a piece of art for me right now. I don't know if she's going to be done today to bring it over, but oh, the the guy from Sora told me to you, you, if you DM him. He will send you more. Uh, you know, Psoride came out with the spine thing. Uh, I got, got the spine one, but if, oh, he's, got, if he's got other ones, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, you can DM. I'll okay. give him the thing. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Bring it on, Dave. Thanks, man. We'd love to have you on. We'll do it remotely since you're on the other coast. Oh, yeah, yeah. When you come down, I'll bring, I'll bring him over. Yeah, super yeah. cool. Yeah, sorry if I interrupted you. No, yeah. man, you're, you're good. Go. So, uh, we were talking about essentially hydro. Let's talk a little bit about hydro reach. Oh yeah, HydroReach project and uh, yeah, HydroReach project is something that you know make me very proud. And uh, you know, sometimes I believe that was uh, the main purpose of all this. You know, uh, I think that the HydroCore was just in between, mm -hmm. but the, my main purpose was the HydroReach project. HydroReach project, basically, what I did, I modified you know HydroCore. I made a bigger version of HydroCore. And uh, I attached the water filter here. Okay. This is a water filter can be attached to the hydro reach bag and uh, will be used to purify the water inside the bag. So hydro reach uh, is a, a nonprofit project that will take over probably a couple months uh, worldwide. And we will distribute this bag and help people to transport water, not just transport water, but also purify water. I mean, probably... This is something that people don't understand because, you know, it's easy. You go to the bathroom, get water, you know, go there, make a coffee, everything. But there's people that to uh, every morning wake up, walk like miles and miles from four, sometimes eight miles a day to uh, get water to bring back to the village, wherever they live. And most of the time, their water is not uh, possible to drink. It's polluted. So you need to purify their water. So that's why, you know, you mind if we all this, I'll show you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. please, go for so it. Is, uh, this is uh, just the hydro, I mean, very So, and I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, because some people are listening and yeah. some people may be watching. So the hydro core is much smaller. Than yeah, it's very small, tool. yeah. This is what you're specifically talking about is there's a large, we, we live in, you and I live in California. Yeah. We have a water problem yeah, a little yeah, bit probably. sometimes, but. Most of North America, probably most of the people that are listening to this, I know I have some friends yeah. in like Italy, Germany, places like that that may listen as well, but we don't think about water as much because it's so convenient. So you're talking about places on earth where this is really common, the struggle to get pure water. Yeah. Do you know by any chance what like what percentage of the planet still works? I have this? some data on my uh, website and... Uh, is a is a random because you know you will be surprised of uh, there is uh, places you know that probably in US they don't have uh, 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 water available in the mountain or whatever like Michigan, yeah, yeah exactly yeah, so crazy. so there is a there is so many places in the world they really need you know this uh, product here uh, mostly you know obviously you know what we see mostly like Africa. You know, uh, like we have, for example, the, the first project we will run will be in Tanzania. We're going to distribute 300 back there. Mm -hmm. India, Nepal, 
there is a lot of country. Brazil, you've been in Brazil, yeah. Yeah, I had to get water delivered. I mean, I had water there, but it was my apartment. The water actually came from like a well structure yeah. where when it rained, it filled it up. So that Absolutely. was my sink and shower water, yeah. which was hilarious because I learned how to take a cold shower. It was really good. Yeah. But if I wanted drinking water, I was making a phone call and there was a guy that would deliver on a bike. And that was my that was my drinking water. There was yeah. no clean. Exactly. Yeah. Some some people. I mean, I've, I lived in Brazil. I've been in places like the Dominican yeah. Republic. You know, uh, a lot of places to visit and see. Mostly, see people carrying bucket of water, right? Mm -hmm. And imagine carrying a bucket of water. Now they do for fun during Spartan race, right? How hard is that? <laughs> I you, <laughs> you and I might have even joked about this before. Um, like we talk about fasting a lot. You know, oh, yeah, as like yeah. a nutrition thing and. And I was joking with somebody, a couple people, and I said, you know, in most of the world, they call that just like a regular day. You know, we are super oh, yeah. um, fortunate to have, to actually have to make fasting like a... That's, that's kind of, you know, funny if you think. Like yeah. you, you starve yourself. There's people, they forced to starve, but now fasting is so big. Everybody does that. It's so healthy for you. Go tell that to a person that don't have food, right? Yeah. It's just crazy, right? It's it, it's good to get perspective back to our first part, right? Yeah, it's just yeah. Sometimes we really have to be super appreciative of what we have. Oh, yeah. Because uh, most of the world is, is not like, not, I shouldn't say most. There's a good percentage of the world that yeah. still lives a different way. Yeah. But going back to the Hydro Reach project, you know, this is something that uh, uh, I opened this collaboration with a company in South Africa. Okay. So they will actually take over the project and start distributing worldwide. They're very well connected. They do this for 20 years, distributing buckets and filters and providing other like, you know, uh, uh, stuff or tools they need. Uh, uh, people need to, you know, to uh, purify water or transport water. They love my idea. They love my project. So my goal, you know, uh, is to eliminate the bucket. People, I want people, this is the best way to transport water. If you try to carry two buckets of water for a mile, your hands are sewing and tired. You have to stop probably every 10 minutes after that. Uh, yeah. It's probably just, compresses yeah. Oh, your spine. Shoulder jerking down, down, you know, your spine yeah. get like, you know, hunchback and everything. There's a lot of discomfort. I, I actually think so. I don't know if you can see. I have like a massive, uh, see my left shoulder here, how big it is? So yeah. as a kid... Uh, I grew up, we didn't have like a car even. So I, even at eight years old, nine years old, like I was the kid of the family. I would yeah. go walk to the grocery store. Oh yeah. And carry yeah, grocery, grocery bag. Yeah. Two miles. All How these freaking groceries. hard is that? I legitimately think oh, that's yeah. part of some of my like, hard. muscles. Yeah. yeah. It's just crazy, right? Yeah. So imagine like doing this every day for the rest of your life. Most <laughs> of the people that do this, uh, like, you know, kids and girls, because the men go hunting or do other stuff, right? And uh, so what does happen? You know, being busy every day to do this all day long means that you cannot go to school. Women that cannot like, you know, provide an income or kind of, you know, you know, they have dreams. They want to do stuff, right? And they can't because that's the only thing they have to do. Like, you know, uh, carrying water all day. You see, you probably have seen like, you know, uh, buckets of water on the head, like, you know, uh, balancing on the head and, you know, kids transporting, you know, buckets of water all day. So this will help to make the process faster and, you know, easier, right? 
because uh, you don't have to think just like going from A to B in a very straight and liner surface. Sometimes you have to climb, uh, go up and down, across, you know, things. Uh, the problem about you know uh, transporting water, there's a lot. Of, there's a lot of problem related to that. It's not just water itself. It's not just water. I mean, the, probably that's the, the easy thing, right? Uh, huge problem is human trafficking. Most of the time during the the this this walk, kids, women are targeted from uh, you know um, you know human traffickers and wow. you know kidnapped, raped. So there's a lot there's a lot of things get going on. It's not just limited to the fact that you have to transport the water. Hmm. It means that uh, this is faster. You can run with that on your back. Uh, you don't have to holding with your hand. Uh, you can uh, go faster. It means if you go faster, you have more time to play, to go to school, to do other stuff, other tasks, right? You know, other things you can do every day. You cannot do it. There's never enough time in a day. We we know that. We oh, oh fuck man, I wish I had two hours more, right? But you know, imagine a person that the only task you have to do all day long is transporting water. There's not never enough time to do that. The the word that comes to mind is is technology because oftentimes when we think of technology, we, if you ask ten people, hey, when I say technology, what's something you think of? You hear phone, you hear computer, you hear electric car. Oh, yeah. Once upon a time fire was technology oh, yeah. right oh yeah we used to chew for like eight hours a day then we could heat it up then we could yeah. chew a little faster and and this is a technology essentially that can help a, a large amount of people absolutely on the planet be more productive yeah so the thing is because of the shape is uh, is a uh, is, is cool because it can go on top of horses goat is most of country that transport the water using okay. you know horses or mule or donkey goats or llama like in peru <laughs> and so this is cool because you can put a lot on top of an animal because of the shape right uh, uh with this project here we have company they already you know not just the one that will distribute the bag which is also useful for disaster relief so the same company provide for example when there was a, a in puerto rico the the hurricane they went there to you know give filters and other system to purify water right away if you don't have water in the, the first three day after disaster people die because they don't have water mm -hmm. so that's a, that's a, the thing um so um there's other company that will uh, uh, help us on this project here to uh, say finance or whatever donate uh, one of the company is a slash rope which is like a make like you know jumping rope. They make a, I don't know if you've seen this flow with the ropes. Sl like they called slush rope? slush ropes. Slush yeah. Rope. Okay. A lot of company they, they they produce this. You know David Weck. Mm -hmm. you know, well, David Weck is the inventor of the Bose ball. Okay. Well, they created this uh, flow using ropes. I will show you one day. It's very interesting. Instead okay. of jumping rope, yeah. you do more flow stuff. Huh. It's very interesting. Uh, it's very good for your mobility, coordination, everything. It's very fun. I'll send you the link so you can see her. She's amazing. So uh, Slash Rope will uh, donate rope and also she will donate money. The reason of the rope is uh, the rope can be attached. If you've seen at the bottom of the bag, there is two ring, okay. like the hydro core, right? Yeah. And those to secure the bag around your waist. So you're secure with a rope, right? So, but my idea is... Uh, instead of using any type of rope why we don't use 
jump rope because any third world country you go, you see kids play on the street with rope, like jumping rope, right? Mm -hmm. They do all the time. So the idea is to bring this jump rope. So we donate with the bag a jumping rope that the kids can use it because the bag needs like a rope to be hanged upside down to purify the water using the filter. Hmm. So like this, with this jumping rope where you don't use the bag, you can use the jumping rope to play. So the kids can use the jumping rope to play. So uh, when we gotta go in some country, we're gonna bring the rope, they're gonna come along with these uh, fitness trainers they will show kids how to use the rope in many different ways, create all fun stuff with the rope. Wow. So it'll be interesting to get involved, trainer. So that's the cool things about this Hydro Reach project because we will get involved a lot of trainers, like uh, people in the fitness industry. Uh, there is, uh, for example, Dave from Sorite that he want to uh, uh, be part of this, help. Uh, the Brett Belt, they want to be part and, you know, and uh, help it out in some way. Um, there is other company. There's this company here. I'll get this for you. I'll put this for you. <laughs> it's a root. This for you. Oh, uh, thank you. Let me see what, what I give you. So it's a, it's a water bottle. Check this thing out. So it's a water bottle. It's yeah. called the root. root. Oh, and that's what you have there. And it has yeah. ropes. So this is my sponsor. And uh, it's from Italy. Uh, wow. Design is Italian design. And uh, they will help also to finance the project. So what they do, wow. if you buy this, uh, uh, water bottle you can uh, bring to the gym, you know, whatever, you know, I'll attach to my bike all the time. And, um, you know, they will uh, finance, you know, part of the project. So there will a lot of companies that jumping in more and more and more. So they will be interesting. Possibly, you know, I'll see, we had a, a conversation with Onnit, possibly Onnit will jump on board. Uh, but, you know, things will happen like, you know, slowly so um the interesting thing you know talking about you know this this water thing you That's know cool. sometimes little things in your life cannot just change your life but can change the other other people life around you right one thing that i committed was since the pandemic started is always carry my water never buy plastic it's always i have with me that one i never buy plastic anymore i refill refill all the time and another thing i commit riding my bike every day so now it's like almost like, you know, a year or more that I'm riding my bike every day almost. And whatever I go, I go with my bike, you know, and uh, never like, you know, uh, buy uh, plastic anymore. That's so that's what I'm doing. So imagine if each one of us will go around with, uh, with some of this. Do you see a blue whale behind you over there on a... Oh, yeah. Grab that thing Oops. real quick. So I don't know if you know this guy. He lives blue here whale. too. Okay. Squeeze that, squeeze that button there Wait. in the middle. So this is my buddy Malta. In fact, uh, maybe I don't know if you two know each other, but I don't know. Uh, what, what, what to squeeze? Oh, here, down here. So get, guess what this is. <laughs> guess what this is made out of? Uh, recycle plastic. It's made out of recycle. Oh, plastic. that's awesome. Maybe we can collaborate, dude. You can. Here. Yeah, I would love to. I probably. See? That's awesome. Blue so you sell these things and then uh, kind of uh, help whales? Yeah, man. He lives over here in Pacific Beach, oh, too. I'd awesome. love to get you two connected. So. Put in touch, man. Maybe yeah. you can find a way to open a collaboration, man. There you go. I love it. That's awesome. See, I like, I like this thing. You know, I always believe in connection. I always believe uh, be good to one another and things will happen. You know, I'm good to you now without expecting anything is going to change and things will happen maybe in 10 years. Maybe you will introduce me someone that you know be uh, uh, help, will help for this project here. You know, I, I always believe that. And, and then you know, lately I was thinking how many times this happened to me, 
like, you know, the other day I was telling to a friend, I was um, uh, a guy contacted me, a guy contacted me on, uh, on Instagram and because uh, he liked the hydro core and everything and uh, and then uh, I saw his profile. It was like, you know, a, 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 uh, looks like, a, you know, a new uh, fitness company starting in, uh, in Australia. I was looking for a distributor in Australia for HydroCore. So he contacted me and said, hey, uh, you know, are you interested, you know, about distribution, blah, blah. I say, yeah. I say, by the way, your, your name is Maurizio. I say, yeah, because, you know, you obviously don't always be on the page, right? And then he told me, oh, uh, four years ago, I was in San Diego. And you showed me HydroCore for the first time. It was not on the market. This guy worked in the medical industry. So it's nothing to do with fitness, just passion for fitness, right? And now he's opening his own uh, factory, a company producing a fitness product in Australia. And probably we're going to do something together in, uh, in Australia. So uh, the guy, you know, when he contacted me, you know, he came and uh, said, hey, I, I want to see you know, see your personal trainer in San Diego, can you show me some stuff, blah, blah. I say, yeah, come over. And then back then, I for the first time, I showed him a hydrocore. It was not even a deal with on it, anything. And then uh, he loved it. And he wanted me to pay. He said, hey, is that a dollar for your time? I say, yeah, don't worry. You know, it's okay. You know, <laughs> don't worry. And then, you know, after 40 years now, probably you will be distributed hydrocore in Australia. Who knows, right? It seems like that's happened a couple of times. You shared earlier how you and, uh, and Soul Ride and Breath Belt and everybody were part of this class that had a, an influence and impact in the future. What, so, some, so with hydrocore, hydro reach, the things you're doing, are you looking for, for more people to get involved? and be? A so that? that's what I'm saying, because a lot of people, I create an hydro reach project page on Instagram, hydro reach project. Uh, that's the thing people ask me all the time because people see the project and they see, man, this is cool. I want to help. How I can help, you know, the money, how I can help. You can help in any way. One thing that I always say to them, and that's the easy thing you can do it. Very easy, very simple things to do it. You have hydrocore, right, Derek? Mm -hmm. So it's there, right? Sitting there. You yeah. use hydrocore sometimes, right? Yeah. So make this, uh, get a piggy bank. Okay. A little piggy bank, you know, put on your desk. Every time you work out with HydroCore, put a dollar inside the piggy bank. At the end of the year, probably you will be able to sponsor one or two bag. Hmm. Right? Easy. This is simple. It's something you can do. You can put 50 cents or whatever. Whatever you know, amount of money you decide to put. So every time you work out with HydroCore, you are helping HydroReach project. That's the thing that I say to uh, people. They, they use HydroCore, but they, they don't know how to help me. Okay? Or help the project at least. So do this. Just get a little piggy bank. Put like your side of your desk, you know, whatever in your house. And every time you do a little workout, clink, put something inside. In one year, probably you will be able to sponsor, you know, a bag or two, right? Another way to help, your time. I think time is the most important, precious things a human being can give to another human being, right? Your time. Time to talk, time to listen, time to help, right? To do something small, say, hey, man, I need a to do this, I don't know how to do it. Can you help me out? And uh, uh, this, if you, when you do it in a way that is is organic, is genuine, is not like you know you don't want anything in exchange for a friend. Sometimes you can do these things. You always have to ask for money or be like you know pissed because oh you're wasting my time. Nobody wasting your time. Mm -hmm. If someone needs your time because you really need your time, it's not wasting your time, right? So uh, you can come with us. You can come with us in Tanzania. Bring the bag there. 
right? Mm -hmm. It's a beautiful place, beautiful country. You can do some good thing, just come in there and then uh, help us to bring the bag. So this can be something interesting to do it all together with fitness trainer. Imagine, you think you're gonna be ready for that? Walk into the desert with 115 degrees carrying like 40 pounds of water for 16 miles probably. Uh, I think you're ready for that. that you train hard, 72 pounds there. That's, that's something to challenge. That's a challenge. That's something uh, to look into. If all the motherfucker cowbell you, you <laughs> moving around all day, you're gonna bring you somewhere. Yeah, so that, and that's and you're saying me or people in general can do this, but honestly, yeah. I, I I'm one of those people. Like I went on a buffalo hunt last year, right? So I went out to um, oh, so remember that you carry oh, that that motherfucker on your back. Dude, and that's, and I don't <laughs> I remember that. Weigh it, but it was you know 80, 90 pounds of meat. And as, as much as the the hunt part is, I mean, I didn't I didn't shoot it. There are some really like mm -hmm. professional hunters that uh, were part of our group that asked me to go, but the pack out. <laughs> When you talk about having 80 pounds, maybe 90, I don't know how much it was, yeah. a lot of meat up and down these hills, there are parts where you just want to quit. Your legs actually, there's a, the cape of the buffalo, which is like the skin and everything. And, and I know some people listen to this might go, oh my gosh, they killed an animal. No. Uh, there's a lot of actually research and history and, and need for that and, and why it happened. Oh, absolutely. What you're supposed to yeah. do. So it's kind of a, a whole topic on its own, but uh, I, I was trying to help the guy who was carrying like the head and the cape part of it, essentially the, the fur of the outside. And, uh, and that must've weighed like 120 or 30 pounds. The, my, like, I couldn't understand. I'm like, oh man, this guy's really tough. Like this is this big, mm -hmm. massive, like, uh, power strength builder dude named Casey. And, and he's like taking a break and I'm like, I'll help you out, man. And mentally I'm like, I'm in, let's do this. Put that thing on my back, walk. 50, 75 <laughs> like yards. I'm done. I'm done. My legs just stopped working. It was like here and my body yeah. wanted to do it, but there was no physical, but I love that stuff because I want to put it down, let my body recover, yeah. do it again. There's but listen, you said an important thing. Oh, I want to quit. You uh, you can quit. You fucking care. Leave it there. Go home. Fuck you. I go drink a glass of wine next to the fireplace, right? They cannot quit. They have yeah. to carry the water all day, every day for the rest of their life. They cannot quit. They can think about that. So you see, like, you know, what what we do here, like, you know, training at the gym, hard, snatching and things, man, that need real, you know, training. Being in the desert, walking, carrying water up and down, that hard. So that's what I'm challenging you guys. If you want to come with me in Tanzania and do this thing, you know, just donate your time, help us to bring the bag there, wherever we're gonna go in different countries, you know, probably in the next few years. And uh, we're gonna uh, do this, we're gonna carry the bag, the first bag, what happened? <laughs> I hope it's still recording, I'm gonna check, but keep just going. Just stand by. By the way, is this Carry open, the first bag. Is this an open invite? Yeah, anyone, anyone who wanna do it, you know, we'll be more than happy to do that, man. That's that's uh, is an open invite. Anyone that want to come with uh, us to Tanzania, bringing the bag. More we are is better. We wanna we wanna. The first thing we wanna raise awareness. That's the, the and then you can raise awareness if you have a lot of voices. The most important thing about this. Why I want people come over. This is very important to understand because I can talk to you about you know oh the water is important. The kids the struggle. They die. Everything. Okay, we're done, let's finish. If you come with me, you're gonna see it. 
you're gonna understand what I'm talking about. You're gonna bring back your experience. You're gonna share your experience. So when you talk to a person, you know, you the, that person will see your passion. It will see like will feel your struggle. Will feel everything, your emotions when you went there. Probably you're gonna share like you know the happiness of bringing a thing that will change people's life for uh, years and years, right? So this is, I think, the best thing you can bring back is your experience, your emotion, than just telling or convincing a person to donate some money for a water bag that you don't even understand what it is. Because the problem when, uh, I mean, I don't know, probably you donate money all the time, right? You know, for this, for that, for that. But it ends there, right? If you don't leave, you're not part of it, you don't get passionate about it you know there's a lot of uh, organization i donate money most like child trafficking i'm very sensitive on that but you know i would like to get involved and see how what i can do really on on first line what i can do it for you know i want to touch it i want to see it i want to punch a fucking you know child trafficker in the face that's what i want to do it right you know but you know in this case i'll give you the opportunity to get come with me and See if all the workout you're doing is worth for something, or you're oh, gonna okay. cry like a little bitch when you. <laughs> I want to quit. <laughs> no, I think that's. I think that's really powerful. The yeah. personal experience and uh, the challenge of of helping others. You know, this this goes back to what we were talking about with fasting earlier. We do these things yeah. optionally. I take. Yeah. I don't have to take a cold shower. I have. Yeah. I have warm water. Yeah. You know, I don't have to fast. I have. Man, this so fun. What do you say is so fun? It is, I mean, it's, it's interesting because yeah. there's people that take cold shower always because they don't have hot water. That's, there's people that don't eat probably for two or three days because they don't have food. Yeah. And then we're doing these fucking things that we brag on social media that we are so fucking strong, <laughs> taking the whim off, cold butt. Huh? There, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's people going yeah, like, that's, oh, oh, look what I did. There's people in Russia, they take cold bath every day because they, they don't have hot water. And, you know, they don't eat for three days because they don't have food. And then we brag about this shit, you know? But what do you do with that? Where are you going with that? Well, and, and so, and one, there's the, the ego thing, right? Bragging about it, look how cool I am. And there's a lot of words around that. Uh, Two is the reason I personally do it too. And I, I talk about it more from this perspective. I like this perspective of like, we're doing it optionally. I do it because I know it makes me stronger. Like my time in Brazil, forcing myself to take a cold shower because if I didn't, I would get a fungus. You know? like, oh yeah. That, that made a necessity. Me, it made me mentally stronger. Yeah. I work with a lot of Canadians right now. And there's a, a Canadian woman yesterday that sent me a text message. Hey, if I don't talk to you next week, it's because... I froze to death and it's negative. I think she said negative 33 degrees wow. uh, Fahrenheit, Celsius. Yeah. I know she was kind of mixing it up for me, but they have a, a, a cold warning. And this is just in, this is in Canada. This isn't that far. I mean, we're in Southern California. It's in the middle of winter oh, yeah. and it looks like. Yeah, 965. I was all bundled up with yeah. my tank, you know, on the bike. <laughs> it's 65 today. It was like, oh, it's so cold, right? And it's just, it's like, but we, I think we have a choice in terms of how we embrace things that make us stronger because uh one it's you don't want to take advantage of or, or not appreciate or be grateful for the luxuries we do have they they can make us soft they can make us detached from what it's like to be a human i think this pandemic thing really opened our eyes to oh yeah you know we, we've been in, a, in the u.s not everybody but a large portion of people uh, across the world europe 
have been very, very blessed these last 10 years since the last financial crisis in terms of what's possible. Not everybody. I know some people that struggled too, but it's important, I think, to have these reminders that the world is really tough. When, When I hear people talk about going hiking and doing these things, I heard this somewhere once and it stuck with me and it was like, you like to go hiking because uh, we killed all the animals that used to roam that part, right? And that really yeah. stuck with me. I was like, that's hilarious. Like you you wouldn't have went hiking up in the mountains here, you know, 200 years ago, unless you had your, you know, weapons to fight off the- Yeah, and let's say you had to go there. search for food for days or doing, yeah. I mean, accomplish a task. You know, we do, yeah, we do, yeah. We How do. new is a freezer? Yeah, That exactly. wasn't around 500 years ago. Oh, yeah. 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 We're, well, I'm thinking of like, you know, me coming from Italy, a lot of stuff they, you know, here is, is uh, I mean, they had forever. I mean, remember this, l- little things, right? Like the, free, the, the fridge, the TV, things like that. When I was a kid, you know, I mean, we, we really didn't have the fridge, you know, <laughs> like my mom was going grocery all the time. I remember the first fridge we had it. Oh, we, had, we used to listen to radio. I mean, I was a kid. I mean, this aged me a lot, but, you know, but I'm coming and talking about South Italy, you know, we used to listen to radio. That's what we used to do, you know, and, uh, but uh, used to go like with the Vespa with my dad, like four people, Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, with a bicycle. I mean, th- those little things that, you know, other things we do for fun now because it's fun to go hiking and things like that. We don't think, imagine if we do the same thing uh, I'm telling people to do for a hydro reach project. Let's say every time you use a hydro core, put a, 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 some money apart. Imagine if you do with uh, um, fasting. So every day you fast, you put money apart and you donate the money to people they want, you know, uh, food, they want real food or, uh, or every time you take a cold bath, why don't put like, you know, $10 aside and donate to people. They don't have a hot water. They need it, something like that. Right. I mean, that would be cool. I mean, at least a fucking useful for something, this bullshit. Right. You know? Uh, than yeah. just like you know I'm doing because it makes me stronger mentally. It make you stronger <laughs> what? For being in line at Starbucks, you know, make you stronger for what? You don't have to go hunting or yeah. defend yourself or do anything, right? You can go to bonds and buy things. Why do you, you really need to go hunt to carry the the thing on your shoulder? Yeah. No, but for the other guy, he love it. He is necessity. He eat the food. He that's what he does every day. You have a big freezer full of the meat. And then eat this stuff almost every day, probably. When we first started talking earlier, too, we were talking about kind of like being positive and have positive people around. And so do you think that that doing tough things, because, I mean, I've seen people that uh, are, you know, kind of more of a complain type person about doing tough things. But do you think that that helps you? When you when you force yourself to do hard things, can can make you more positive or make you have better perspective about the well, world? Well, but but hard things is fine, but they have to have a, a second purpose. You know, I mean, uh, um, now for example, you know, I will start my process of working out hard, and uh, you know, I will do like you know altitude training. Also, go to Big Bear, spend more time there. Probably before we leave to Tanzania, I will do like you know for for a couple of weeks, spend time there because I have a purpose now. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So everything I'm doing now, I want to propose. The fact that I'm taking care of myself, I'm taking care of myself because I want to be present for my daughter longer. 
that's what I'm doing. That's my purpose. I don't fucking care about looking good and this and that, you know. But, you know, if I'm training the way I'm training, working out wisely, then just beat my the shit of myself, you know, like more mobility. My type of training changing with age, with understanding, like more mobility, more like, you know, uh, 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 really take care of myself the way it's supposed to do. Like the man that we interviewed before, right? Uh, uh, he's 73, go back, you know, and the thing, the daughter was so proud of him. He you know, that, that's, that's, that's great, right? Yeah. And, you know, that's what I'm doing. I, I mean, I want to I be 73 and uh, healthy and move and be able to walk my daughter down the aisle. That's my freaking purpose. It's not the other purpose. That's why I'm working out now. Okay, and then if I to start working out hard for the next three, four months, because I want to go to Tanzania, which, you know, the guy that's there, he, he take care of the logistic, he's going to bring us on top of the Kilimanjaro wow. for uh, for three days, four days, like hiking on top of Kilimanjaro, which is one of the hardest hike ever going up there because of the altitude changing and there's a lot of things going on because you go from zero to 4,000, just crazy. That's what I want to work in. out, walk into the desert. So that's why I like working out outside, not working out in the gym, not working out in a nice environment. The, I think, you know, always, uh, you don't need to replicate anything. Like you say, oh, I'm going taking like the hot uh, yoga. You do a hot yoga. Oh, I love it, man. Yeah, yeah. Push I mean, it's nice. Yeah, like... yeah, it's totally fine. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's totally yeah. fine to do things that make you feel good, you know, but... Uh, it, it get some it, kind of purpose in that you know what i'm saying oh and then for me 100 yeah. percent, it's it's uh, i mean i don't have kids yet right but i yeah. i know that stuff like that makes me feel better puts me in a mood and I'll, I'll use my nieces and nephews example like i love i spend a lot of time talking to my nieces and nephews encouraging their art things like that and i feel like it puts me in a place mentally you know pushing myself to do these things that like you said you said present and i, I think when you said it you meant be around for a longer period of time when I think of that, it, it means like be the best me and all of these hard things just seem to make me be a better person and I can do more, be more and and help more and just like love more yeah. a little bit yeah. in some ways too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you, you I mean, uh, single dude, you know, you don't have any worry <laughs> about your life, right? You know, but you know, for, for my, my point yeah. of view, you know, I want to be there for my daughter. That's the main thing for me. It's huge. I want to be healthy. I mean, yeah, it's huge for me. It's, 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 that's what I want. I don't, I don't want to be an old man, like be pushed down the aisle for her, right? And, uh, you know, that's this hydro reach project is really something. Like I told you before, I think that, you know, sometimes you, you slowly start to believe that, you know, all the things that happen in my life, it happened because of this project. I think they, they they finalize they kind of go towards this project. You know the reason why I'm in US. Probably the reason the reason why I'm in US because my daughter had the heart condition. They need to get you know open heart surgery. That's the reason why I'm in US. You know, it's a bad reason. Thinking now, probably if never happened, this never happened. You know what I'm saying? There's things that that con sometimes I connect the dots. Even the bad things that happen they go towards good things that can happen later on, right? Uh, I've, I've been reading the the Bible a bit lately, and I'm still... Yeah, so you posting a lot of stuff about the Bible. Yeah, I kind of, like, I'm almost like, kind of making fun of you hey, sometimes. It's cool because, <laughs> I, you know, I have a lot of friends, like, from different belief systems, and I'm just a really curious person. And so, uh, 
do you know the story of Joseph at all? Joseph, uh, the it's, father of Jesus. It's early on. Uh, no, the the Joseph before that. Oh, is it? No. Wait, I haven't got that far in the Bible. I don't know. What, <laughs> I've been reading a lot of histories. This is one of the cool things too. Like a lot of my new books, newer books I've been picking up are, are history books. And um, I had my neighbor the other day talking about, hey, when this all first happened, you were way too calm about the world catching on fire. And I said, yeah, I've been reading history. And so it's made me feel really not good, but it's made me realize that none of this is really new. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, so story repeats all the time. Yeah, once you realize that like, oh, this is the same as it was before. It just looks different, just sounds different because it's a new year yeah, and it's, yeah, it's yeah. new for us. And that helped me really get perspective yeah. and, and feel more comfortable with it yeah. at least. I mean, not super excited about it, obviously, but so the story of Joseph, uh, the, and maybe he's a father, you just think you're right. But because uh, there, there's multiple Josephs in there, so <laughs> no, just like show uh, oh, who, oh, who got, I'm talking. Oh People yeah, see who's, talk, who's talking. And so, uh, um, uh, so he, you know, essentially, it's the the concept of you. You never know what's going to happen. Um, he, his brothers, like sold him to Egypt as a slave, and he got like put in this prison, and then. Uh, had a prophecy and helped the Pharaoh and all the people really like saved Egypt from this famine. And then he forgave his brothers, but it was that uh, he said, basically, thank you to his brothers for selling me to Egypt and putting me in this prison because now I'm this great person and it's the pain, the struggle, the stuff we go to, you, you, we always have a choice and it's harder to say this when somebody's going through something really bad, or at least it's harder for some people to hear it. You know, if you just lost a limb or got in some crazy car accident, it's hard, you know, like what's the positive in that? But when you can find the the strength in the struggle, you know, one of my things is that growing up, uh, I remember like standing in the food bank and being homeless and all this stuff. And I, I moved, I lived in like 20 cities or some crazy number. And what it really helped me is like, I feel like I'm super adaptable. You can put me oh, yeah. anywhere. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, hey, what's up? How's it going? I'm like, oh, and I, I don't think of things as so different that it Absolutely. causes anxiety. That's what I always so. say. You know, if you, if you, I mean, what, what, what else can be more than rock bottom? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, <laughs> I mean, when I was here, I was cleaning uh, people home, you know, uh, I did, you know, personal training, cleaning people home yeah. and, you know, struggle and things like that, you know. I've been digging hole at the cemetery with my dad. It was fucking more or less than that, you know, cleaning sh- people shit and digging hole at the cemetery. <laughs> well, less than that you can possibly, you know. I mean, I mean, sure, there's a lot of work, you know, less than that. But, uh, you know, I can go back on that anytime because I already did it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's the things I'm seeing around the people that they don't uh, had any type of struggle. That's why for them it's hard to to do this type of things yeah. you know it's like you know okay you know i don't i, I don't want to work at mcdonald's because i was a ceo of this you know but they never did it probably they never did it they never tried they never washed dishes they never cleaned the bathroom or made the bed you know at home that's why you know for them it's hard to when something like this happened like the pandemic and people without job reinvent yourself readapt you know uh, because you know you're already strong so you can handle this you know but if you if you if you nobody toughed you up you know nobody told you that life is not like this always you know like like you say story repeats all the time man did you see book 
we had a pandemic, we had this, we had the city burned, we had all this stuff already happened, you know, human history. But you know what I feel like? That we never learned. We never fucking learn from history. That's the problem, you know, that always people get too comfortable, too confident. They see, oh, always going to be better. No, man, in 50 years, it's going to be shit again. They go up and down. You need to be ready when the shit all, you know, uh, hit the fan again. And what are you going to do then, right? So just the people think that, you know, okay, when the pandemic is over, everything will be fine forever. No, probably in 50 or 100 years, you know, you're going to be back something, you know, the Italian plug. <laughs> if you eat pasta, you die. Yeah. <laughs> do you? Oh, no. The carb Don't plug. get it started. Uh, do you, were you in politics? Yeah. Yeah, I was in politics in my hometown. Do you have a charger? Um, yeah, actually, there's a, uh, it's yeah, over a second, here. Guys. It should be coming right out of the wall already. You see that um, white cord? Okay. Yeah. So, oh, you know what? Um, you can, there's a plug right up there if you just kind of stick it under the, oh, under yeah. the white plug. You should no, be able to, you can yeah, do it over if you want. See it. But uh, yeah, just let me close it like Instagram. Oh. Hey guys, because of the low battery, I'll uh, close this one, but it was uh, nice to, you who joined and, you know, it was here. Thank you. Cool. <laughs> get so right and the breath belt. So the reason I was asking about politics is that, well, a couple of reasons. I want to hear your, your story on it. But yeah. I read this really cool this. thing about the five-star movement in Italy. Oh, yeah. Are you... yeah it was uh, the, the same period that the, the movement started with the second time. Okay. It's a really, and for, for those of you listening that uh, aren't familiar with it, so what happened recently, maybe in the last 10, 11 years, um, had to do with a comedian and social media and, and they call it social engineering and so it was really interesting watching what happened in, in u.s politics the last couple of years because uh you, you okay well, the plug doesn't work well it should it should work it might just be the uh the charger you have to kind of flip it over a little i don't know that cord gave me trouble this morning but it it should work pretty good so uh you know when people were freaking out about u.s politics this year because i had already read what happened in italy with that five-star movement i was like oh this is really inter interesting um so they they basically Mac. used uh the internet yeah and social yeah. media to get all of these people that had and some of them did have some political experience but for the most part a lot of them had never been in politics oh yeah elected in a whole new political party so yeah that was very interesting because uh, that movement has actually started many many years ago and they start like you know very very organically you know uh just people connecting on the web and you know sharing uh, experience or point of view and you know you're at the point to realize that uh, you need to do something to change things around i mean uh, i mean obviously you know I italian politics uh the same people for i mean also here in the us up in the same thing you know i feel like they don't give any space to new brain right i mean if you think about it during the the usa uh the presidential election there were other candidates nobody knew about them how the fuck can they know they just know biden and trump right there were like four, I think four I, more i voted for Kanye, by the way <laughs> yeah i'm saying kind <laughs> of <laughs> you did, so did. Yeah, no but i'm saying you know there were other smart uh, uh, young people you know that but nobody give attention to them right so uh, i think that's you know what happened uh, with the social media is very powerful 
uh, used to be very powerful, but now what happened is he's too much power to the people, too much voice to the people. You see a, a lot of like, you know, now uh, censoring, you know, uh, just post something there, they don't like it, they just censor, right? So, uh, but there was an interesting experiment. And then uh, back then I decided to uh, uh, create a group of, uh, of uh, guys in my town to run for an election. <clears throat> we didn't do good, but uh, uh, was a good start because uh, after f four years, another group of young guys did the same thing. And now they are on a guy, a young dude is a friend of mine, he's the mayor of town. They do great things, amazing things. But, you know, and, and again, connecting for what you do now, probably you're going to see a result later on. Maybe not, uh, uh, you know, something that, you know, belong to you, but you pass that you probably give the energy, the motivation to other people to do it, right? You know, and that's possibly what we did it. We start something, other people, you know, follow their legacy. We say we failed, but, you know, the people that come up there, they, they maybe did in a different way. They saw what were our mistakes and, you know, they succeed. And now, you know, my town, they see amazing things happening, right? Things that I wanted to do it. And so going back to the, the five star, the movement, that was, that was great. I mean, I loved what they did it, but it's hard to, for people to uh, change and see something new is scary, right? The problem about Italy and I, is this, so that's the difference I noticed between US and Italy, okay? Uh, the politics system, you know, uh, is there eradicated from centuries, you know, years there. Uh, the vote, how they get the vote, they use, you know, the mafia, they use the Camorra, they, you know, it's all uh, colluded. What's the Camorra? Camorra is like mafia, but I it's not like in the jiu-jitsu Yeah, <laughs> Camorra. Yeah. No, Camorra is from uh, Naples. Mafia is from Sicily. Okay. There were different sections of uh, the name for the area where they are. For example, Ndrangheta is from uh, Sardinia. And we have Sacra Corona, which is from Puglia. Every area have a different name for the mafia, but mm. it's mafia at the end. And uh, uh, they colluded, but uh, in some way, it is funny because I've seen here, uh, for example, in Italy happened, uh, if I vote for you, you have to give me something in exchange. Maybe not today, maybe in 10 years. You have to do something for my son, maybe, you know, uh, find this job or I don't know, whatever, uh, the post office. So help me to build something on my garage that, you know, usually they don't let me or I need a special permission or spend a lot of money or wait years, right? A little, little bullshit. So the people are hooked for this little favor, little favor, mm. not for big things, not for like, you know, I'm going to make a million dollars because I'm going to dig uh, like the oil company there. No. So that's the way they hook like people to vote for other people, like little bullshit, okay? Hmm. Here in US, that don't happen because the system is not colluded at your level. If you go to a politician and say, hey, you know, I need to do that. Uh, if I give you, you know, my vote or my, my family vote, which is like 50 people, they will never do it. Yeah. They more hooked for big things. Yeah, and that's and that's when I, when I lived in Brazil, this was a big topic because I, I have some friends, like one of my friends is a really well-known reporter there. Mm -hmm. And she was like, Derek, you don't understand. It's so corrupt here. And she's kind of describing it like you did yeah. with Italy. And I said, well, we have the same thing in the U.S. 
what most people don't realize is we just write the laws yeah. in a way that make it legal. Yeah. So we call it lobbying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had a, a friend actually, they just sent me this really cool postcard. They live out in uh, Hamburg and <laughs> Hamburg, Hamburg, Hamburg in, in Germany, Hamburg. And uh, we were, we were talking about politics around the U S stuff. And I said, go look up gerrymandering and then, uh, then we can finish this conversation. I said, you know, let's talk about that more. And she responded, she sent me a message and she's like, Derek, I read about gerrymandering. It, it sounds like corruption. And I'm like, yeah, it basically <laughs> is. It's how we redraw the lines to vote. Oh yeah. It's like, we set things up in a way that, uh, could be really corrupt in other countries, but we've like designed them so that they're normal and part of the law. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, you know, uh, the way USA, I mean, this, this nation, you know, the founder of this nation, everything, they get the best and the worst of any nation in the world. They redesign and they, they customize in a way that is so perfect that, you know, that's what it is now, right? They still like, you know, uh, we still have like the same laws in Italy. They get laws from everywhere and they, they change like 500, 600 years old country. They could do that and just redesign in a way that this is so strong and perfect. But what they're trying to do now, they just break apart everything, right? The system. I don't know if it's right or wrong. I mean, there's a law that sometimes is so old that they don't make sense, right? Yeah. They need to, you know, readapt it because, you know, uh, again, evolution, right? Things changing. They don't work anymore, those type of law. But, you know, it's not to me decide what is right or wrong. But what I'm trying to say is that I was uh, kind of, you know, talking with a friend about politics the other day. I say, hey, at least in Italy, if you vote for someone, I can have something in exchange. Yeah, the population have shit, <laughs> you know? I can go to a guy and say, hey, man, I, uh, my cousin, all my cousins, they voted for you. Now, you know, you promised that things. And so you have to, you know, you have to do it, okay? Or next time, no vote for you. In this country, it don't happen. The profit is just lobby, just lobbies. Yeah. The, the population, they don't get anything in favor for anything, you know? If the person that go in power want to do something, does, if you don't do it, don't do anything, you know? But lobby, you see, they make money all the time. We've, we've seen that in, in California, crazy. Like throughout 2020, uh, you know, I uh, went into other, I went to Utah, I went to Wyoming, I went to, I have family in Texas, I went to Texas a couple of times and then coming back here to San Diego and California, just seeing the differences because of who's in power, where we generally as Americans think of freedom and the bald eagle and the flag oh, yeah, is yeah. like our symbol for here's who we are. And it was really obvious uh, who, what, when, where, why, and how uh, those things transpired, man. That's a, a big, how long have you been in the U.S.? It's 10 years now almost. 10 years. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's a long time, you know, thinking to go back to Italy sometimes, you know, to move back there. I mean, just an idea. I mean, I, lately, I, I don't really, I don't know, man. I mean, I, don't get me wrong, you know, I did good here, you know, this is, is, is the land of the opportunity, you know, things that I did here, the connection and everything. I mean, I wished I moved the year when I was 18, I'll be multi-billionaire now, you know, <laughs> uh, but um 
lately I don't like the way the things go. Maybe because I'm in California, I don't know. <laughs> but maybe because yeah. I'm in California. Uh, but they they go really weird. The stupid, the very stupid things happen that don't make sense anymore. You know, just like it's too much. I mean, it's a good like changing is good, but you know, I feel like you know they changing too much things and there's no benefit for anyone anymore you know um, that that's 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 sad right because everybody dream is like coming to us and you know achieve something and happen you know i see it all like uh i mean because i'm italian i see a lot of big italian name you know in the movie industry or whatever you know a restaurant or whatever you know succeed here but uh i don't know i think i I think I will go back, you know, one day and just settle there because it's hard. It's hard to be here now, you know? Yeah, sometimes. I mean, California especially, it feels like things are opening up a little bit more. But, I mean, uh, you know, the the places that – and I already know some people are going to think this is, you know, irresponsible or whatever, but I, I'm a huge proponent of, of choice and – you know, when I go do things like visit my grandma or people that are at risk, I, I make sure I get my testing. Um, but I, you know, I was training jujitsu throughout the year and, and still going to hot yoga. Like, I don't think that's allowed. So we go through the back alley and it's, is it right? Is it wrong? <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't yeah. really know, especially when I go there and there's 12 doctors in there oh, yeah. saying like, this is okay. So yeah. it is, it is pretty odd. It's pretty strange. Um, and, uh, it is time for change. One of my biggest lessons that someone shared with me in, in April last year is they said, in times of crises, it's not that there are any new problems, actually, right? And we could just look at a virus. Like, viruses are here. They've been around for a while. This one's obviously a little different than some of the ones we faced recently. But they said, in times of crises, it's not that anything is is new. It's that everything that already exists is magnified oh yeah absolutely and, and so whether it was a, a problem something quote-unquote bad or something good i mean i saw people that were in a really great place take it to a whole new level of, of amazing life or business or fitness or whatever that is people that were struggling it was a really great opportunity to figure out why and how and face that and and you either dove into some some self-development and, and grew out of it or you dove in some netflix maybe you dove in a little bit of both uh you know but it, it it's been really interesting because every time someone brings something i mean they're like you know what about this we're talking about solving a challenge or creating a solution that stuck with me so hard that i can often look at things you know when it comes to, to business or doing things remotely you know we think oh we're using technology or we're using a camera it's so much different than in person well it's really not, I mean, it is in a sense that, you know, you may not be sitting across from somebody, but what are the things that are similar? And this goes back to different religions. I mean, this is a life thing yeah, for me yeah, in terms of yeah. like how, like we're, we're often trained from a very small age to look at how things are different. I love to figure out like, how are these things similar? And there's usually a lot of good that comes out of that. Yeah. I mean, uh, in, in, uh, the Latin used to say, morte, vi, uh, morte mia vita tua, which means, uh, my death is your life in the sense that uh, uh, sometimes, you know, you have to think that what is painful for you or hurt you, can I can profit for. You know what I'm saying? 
So that's what happened here in the US. You have a scene like business changing or people profit from, uh, you know, bad things that happen. You've seen, you know, all the time, you know. But uh, again, you know, I feel like people didn't didn't move in any other direction. Most of people just sit and waited hmm. that things come back to normal. Hmm. You cannot do that. Just sit yeah. and wait, you know. I mean, that, that's what people did. It They waited for a government help and support and things like that. Sometimes you just you have to reinvent yourself and move forward and see how to make the shit happen again. Right? Do you do you think the that folks that generally because like uh, I think about my experience growing up and like being on welfare and things like that, right? And and that was actually really motivating for me to not like that's one of the things that motivates me in life is to not live like that ever again. And there's like terms in psychology trained helplessness, things like that. And so, I mean, one of our themes really today has been talking about struggle and pain. Have you ever have you ever been in a point in life where you you talk about gaps too in terms of motivation things. What do you think is the difference between anybody? Maybe it's ourselves, maybe it's somebody else, like sitting there going, someone help me or I'm going to help myself. Listen, I have to tell you something because I've been uh, traveling till I was 16, okay? I've been around the walls, sleeping on the floor or have no money, like, you know, Mm-hmm. fasting for two days <laughs> you know fasting for a couple of days you know uh, uh, like intentional not intentional <laughs> but uh the the thing is this i always have been positive and that's something that my grandfather always told me be positive be positive uh be happy smile even if you feel not to smile because, you know, be positive, be nice to people. When I was traveling around with no money and food means a place, a place to sleep and food food on my mouth because I'm nice to you. Hey, man, come to my house. Oh, oh come on. I'll go for your lunch. Oh, you want a coffee? Come on. You know, things like that. It happened all the time, man, because I was nice and I was positive. Uh, I would give a good vibe to people. And that helped me a lot in life, man. Imagine if you have a rude motherfucker who want to help you out, invite to, uh, home for dinner, or uh, I'll give you like a, a, a place to sleep, right? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, that, and that's a funny one for me too because I'm, I'm a big believer in that. Uh, goes around, comes around, helping others when you can. And there's kind of two two parts, right? I, I feel like you do have to guard your energy, guard kind of your time sometimes to, to be able to put yourself in a position to give more. And so you have to learn when you can, when you can, when you're enabling versus when you're actually helping someone. And then the other thing is, I mean, where we live right now, I mean, we're in La Jolla right now. Like there are some people that have been very successful. I mean, and that's, you can define that with money, whatever you want, that are kind of asses. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I see all the time, man. Around my neighborhood, they're all freaking, you know, dickhead, country club dickhead, you know, <laughs> all around there, you know, just like that's what it is. I don't get along with anyone, you know, I, I don't feel like, you know, but not that I'm rude. I'm not rude. They don't know, not rude to me, yeah. but I don't feel the vibe. I don't feel like, you know, something, okay, man, come to my house, get a coffee. I mean, I'm Italian. So I always say my friend, you know, they get still getting used to they say, mm-hmm. hey, if you... If I'm at home, if you see the car, you know, come in, just walk to the door, stop by, get a coffee, sit, let's have a chat, you know. And here in the US, they're not used to that. Yeah. In Italy, it's normal. Hey, come, make your coffee, come to talk, no problem. You have to call, you have to plan, you have to, 
figure out two months before for a freaking coffee. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, walk to the door, bring a bottle of wine, sit and drink. Come you know, that's in. what we do, right? Here, I, I don't see that. It's kind of, you know, very cold. Everything needs to be planned. The play date for my daughter needs to be planned. And my, no, back then, friends, knock to the door. Easy home. You're done with homework. Let's go play. No, no, no kids knock to your door now. I say, hey, let's go. No, they have to root, they have to call, they have to ask the father and the father to the mom and see. Oh, no. Now the kids have to go uh, hockey at two and dance at three. And I mean, everything is like, you know, schedule. No, we used to stay on the road and play all day and figure things out, get bored. When you get bored, you become creative, you have fun. That's what we used to do. You have to get fucking bored. <laughs> well, so you talked about human trafficking earlier too, right? And, yeah. and I think of, uh, like when you say kids playing outside, I, I hear parents go, I'm like worried about my kids playing outside. And I think of a few pieces to that. One is statistically, and you can say whatever you want about statistics because we can manipulate yeah. them, whatever. But right now, statistically, this is actually the safest time to be alive in human history. If you go back 400 oh, years, yeah. thousands, we live right here, right? Where the cove is at. Not that long ago, I could have been out walking by the beach and Vikings could have come up and oh, like yeah. slaughtered exactly. the village, right? Yeah. So we forget about these things. <laughs> and and I, I mean, I also had a ridiculous amount of, of freedom sometimes as a kid. It's kind of a weird discipline freedom thing. But I'd take off on my bike for like six hours, come back, whatever, and not a care in the world. Maybe it was bad parenting. Who knows? But Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so how do you, you know, how do you have that freedom with kids, with family environment and still be smart about it in terms of protecting your loved ones. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Nowadays, it's almost impossible because nobody let that would be just my daughter walking on the street. I can tell her, hey, go yeah, go play. But they, nobody let kids anymore outside. That's even if I go to Italy, I don't see kids. I mean, we're like 20 kids playing on the street, you know, throwing rocks to each other, <laughs> uh, go on a mission in the morning and come back at night. Never my dad asked me, hey, where you have you been all day? A full mm -hmm. scar and things, you know, hiding scar, because if you see you have scar, it's going to be the shit out of you. You get hurt, right? So and nowadays it's almost impossible because, I mean, back then, like 20, 30 kids all on the streets, see always kids. But now, you know, people, kids stay home because technology, you know, computer, video games and things and parents are scared about uh, let kids go. If you're 20 kids, who gonna, you're going to go there and kidnap 20 kids. You know, I'm, yeah. and, you know what I'm saying? You know, obviously those type of things happened. They're still happening now. But, you know, if the, the kids don't gather anymore, they don't have like even light, man. In Italy, we have, I mean, if you go to my neighbor, it's so freaking dark at night time. In Italy, we have light on the street everywhere. Yeah. You know, you see everywhere in the piazza is light. Kids gathering there. Man, you go here, you don't see any freaking light. It's so oh, dark. Even in the village, you see place. how dark it is at nighttime. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, you know, it's not even fun to walk, you know. So that's that's also another thing, you know. They, they're not, uh, I feel like they're not uh, organized for people being outdoor in the, in the sense. You know, is you don't it, see a piazza. In the, in the village, there's no piazza. Is it Fear or is it no? They just no because people go in bars, they go in places, stay in the house, and things like that. In Italy, we have the piazza where everybody go there. There's a bar around. You, there's there isn't there isn't it's no. There's a, a more some, there's community. Yeah, you know? and so yeah. do you think that holds people when you have something like that where it's hey we congregate on Friday night, 
Saturday, you see the same people more and more. Is there a feel of like uh, like social responsibility where people treat each other nicer too? Because you have to see your neighbors and you have to see people. Around. I don't know, man. I feel like it's so fake. Really? I feel like it is not like, you know, happening naturally. You know what I'm saying? You have to plan those type of things. You Here know? Or, or Italy? Here, I mean. But Italy, it's in like Italy, more... it's just natural. Just yeah. say, hey, 10 minutes before, let's go eat a pizza. A fucking plan a week before, a month before, you know, say, hey, where are you going? I'm going into the bar to get, oh, come with me. Let's go. Mm -hmm. You know, things like that. People kind of feel like here they wrap up in their own life and it's so hard to organize things or plan things and to organize. Everything is so planned organized. The Christmas party, this party, or this type of party, the baby shower and that. I mean, there's a lot of things that I didn't even idea existed I came here, you know, like the baby shower things or this event, these little things that people have to gather the Halloween party, the Christmas party, and this type of party, or this dinner. I mean, they're just weird things. Do you, do you think part of that helps with what, what we're talking about in terms of inventing and building great things? I mean, do you think this structure, the trade-off, right, is we're not all going to the piazza on Friday night, but also this planning, this organization, this life structure, in a sense, is, is helping some for some people, not everybody, but for some people like yourself, right, create more sometimes do you think there's a they're tied together yeah but i don't know i mean before i was saying like you know uh people need to get bored to invent yeah you know <laughs> yeah. that's important i mean probably i mean if i was so busy or if i had a job or other things to do it you know i'd never invented you know what i invented you know or, or like you know create a hydro uh, reach out of hydro core which which hydro reach was created by mistake when I was at the beach, I was testing HydroCore, and uh, uh, I didn't have brought my water to drink. You know, the beach here, there's no bar and things. And so I started drinking the water from the bag. And then I came up with the idea. I said, wait a minute, this can be a good carry-on for, you know, people transporting water, you know. But I was not thinking like to the world country back then. I was thinking about more um, camping, you know, like a recreational market, things like that. And then, you know, with my friend, he told me, oh, no, this could be good because he showed me like all the project he was doing, building wells and stuff like that. But again, going back to that, you know, yeah, definitely people need to, if you're like an isolation, maybe you're more creative than, you know, being with other people, you know, because it's too much distraction, right? Mm. But uh, again, the way, because of my culture, the way we do things, uh, they're never planned. They would just do it, you know. They just come to my house and knock to the door. Don't even call you. Say, hey, I was in the neighborhood, you know, let me, what are you doing? So come in, you know, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to give you the code so you can stop by. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I come in and see like brewing coffee by myself. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see, I'd actually be for the most part, it depends on who it is, but you, I mean, yeah. I came over here just making some espresso in there. I'd be like, hey, what's up? That's cool. Let's go get a workout in at the yeah, beach, Yeah, exactly, right? right? We start working out for Tanzania, man. Uh, when, when is that, by the way? Well, I'm planning in August because it's the best month to go there and uh, still like developing the Hydro uh, Reach uh, prototype bag, which now is a new uh, Chinese New Year, so the factory are closed in China. Mm. And uh, I'm, uh, I'm uh, working on the product there, so I believe... Uh, April, May, we're going to have already the bag uh, ready for uh, uh, on the catalog of the company that will distribute the bag and planning to go in Tanzania in August because it's the best weather also to go up in the Kilimanjaro. Wow. 
so yeah, we want to go there and uh, doing that. So we have time, but we start working out. Okay, I'm. Uh, man, I, I love those. Shit. I love those beach workouts. Yeah, I. You know, the I, heat training in the heat. We got to work out to the so beach yeah, more. I'm looking pale, man. I, I had a little bit of a rough a rough patch with uh, <laughs> you some health freaking things. the Irish. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> but uh, well, you know, it's cool. So appreciate you stopping by too. Yeah, There's a couple man, of things it was, that it was awesome. I loved it. You know, how how can so you got Hydrocore fitness product people can pick up on on onit.com you yeah. can check you out on instagram sure. hydro.core uh, yeah. uh you've got hydro reach and that's non-profit your profit tanzia is the first destination sounds like you have places all over the world that you're yeah yeah be awesome. and, and thinking about and and people can can donate they can Donate hydro reach bags via throwing some. Yeah, we will set up a better uh, website dedicated to hydro reach project. Mm -hmm. And uh, so people can go in and uh, through the organization they will take over, there'll be a nonprofit so they can do like tax payoff and things like that. So, uh, and again, they, they don't need to donate like, you know, million dollars, you know, eventually, mm -hmm. possibly. <laughs> but, uh, you know, mostly, you know, they can just come with me in some of this destination and you know help like, us with that already like mount kilimanjaro oh and yeah we're gonna go to uh, nepal we're gonna go to south america we're gonna go a lot of places uh, possibly uh, i mean hopefully there will not happen any hurricane or disaster but we will also help people when there is a uh, some some you know tragedy happen you know this disaster and bring back to transport the water and purify water that's yeah. amazing, man. So let's say let's say I'm gonna buy and I'm gonna have a hydrocore and I know how to track you down if I yeah. need to learn how to <laughs> use it. But the, the average person, I mean, there's gonna be some people that hear this that are like, uh, like there's a guy I know that actually he's gonna. Uh, we're looking to schedule some time, plan nice. some time to do this. Super cool guy, big bodybuilder dude. Not bodybuilder, he would get me for that power lifter. Okay, excuse okay. me, uh, JD Reynolds is gonna get me. But uh, so some people can figure out how to use this thing. Some people can't. If I'm like a stay at home mom or something, what sure. what kind of tools do you have? For someone that that purchases something like this and wanted to so in, on the hydro dot uh, core uh, Instagram, uh, mm -hmm. there is a link in the bio. You can uh, uh, actually buy uh, the app, so subscribe to the app. You've got an app, and okay. there is uh, the entire library. There is a workout. There is like tutorial to run with hydro core. Uh, there is a lot of fun stuff. You can see it, so you can just start the library. Now we have like you know. Uh, quite a big library with uh, an entire program to follow also we will um, upload more stuff every month more more and more so uh, i believe like in in, this, in the next six months it will be a huge library of movement but already there's like a lot of workout to perform so it's very interesting i saw the uh i guess it's co-founder owner part owner aubrey mark audrey aubrey marcus yeah yeah the, from on i saw him using it on oh yeah 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 he's like, a lot uh, he's a lot he's in the sedona and uh yeah he probably is the tool they use a lot with the kettlebell because in his house you know there so it's perfect that's yeah, for him. Cool, man. Traveling well, around is perfect. Yeah. Oh, Mauricio, man, it's been it's been really fun. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing, and uh, we'll go ahead and and wrap this up. Any any final thoughts? Anything you want to share? No, I mean, there was a very nice talk, you know, and uh, you know, possibly when we will uh, uh, start or when we come back from Tanzania, we're going to talk more about our experience about hydro reach. Yeah. Keep up the great work, and yeah. I love that. 
uh, you're able to to do such beautiful things in the world and, and take that motivation and time to help others too. That's big. I appreciate my man. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll cut. The, oh my gosh, that sounds so different without the headphones on. But yeah, you yeah, feel like, like a little <laughs> tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun, man. It was good stuff. See, this is the real secret of life: to be completely engaged with the here and now. Everybody wants to fulfill the highest, truest expression of yourself. It, it, it was all a dream. Today is about the power of you. You've now entered the Human Derek Podcast.